0: Welcome to the show, sports fans. This is the Treasure Valley PrepCast on IdahoSports.com. That's right. Welcome in another edition of the Treasure Valley PrepCast on IdahoSports.com, breaking down District 3 activities week in, week out. My name is Brandon Bainey. We are joined by Logan Green, our Treasure Valley expert. Logan, what's up?
1: Hey, Brandon, just, uh, you know, getting ready for some, Playoff action! It's playoffs all around the place. It seems like my my son's in his playoffs. Uh, we've got our state playoffs. We got districts right now. It's, hockey is in the swing of it. I know nobody really cares about that, but I do. Um, and uh, so it's just a it's just a good time.
0: Yeah, for sure. Your kid plays uh little league ball in uh, Middleton and his team's what the nine seed and they're on a bit of a yeah. course run here. Yeah,
1: they beat the eight seed, right? I honestly I have no idea how they break it up. I don't know if it's uh, like if they kept scoring records, you know, but uh, whoever it is, they play the one seed tonight. And, uh, you, you know, I think every parent has been there. If you're listening right at this level, it's 95% of the runs scored are off of a passed ball. Um, 99% of bases advanced are off of a passed ball. Um, there's about four or five hits per game that don't leave the infield. And it always turns into a triple because they throw it to first and it goes, you know, over the head of the first baseman. Um, it's, it's at the level where, yeah, you want to see your kid win, but also at the same time, it's like, I wouldn't mind if this ended. Um it would be okay if you lost. So um, he doesn't listen to this. So he 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 can't say, like, "Dad, you want me to lose?" But uh, I think I think every parent has been there, right? You you, you really hope they advance because it's fun to see him win. But at the same time, wouldn't be the worst thing if it uh, wrapped up.
0: <laughs> right. Well, they play the number one seed now. Is that tonight or tomorrow?
1: It's tonight.
0: Tonight. Okay, we're recording yeah. this on Thursday, May eleventh. Uh, we'll check back in and see how <laughs> the uh, Middleton Little Leaguers, uh did there. So,
1: I, I selfishly hope it doesn't go well because I have steelheads tickets for tomorrow night for the playoffs.
0: So, um, selfishly for me <laughs> there you go um all right so uh we are going to break down all of the district uh, baseball and softball brackets for you once again here on the treasure valley Prepcast. if you're watching the video version of this podcast on the IdahoSports.com youtube channel i will put the brackets up on the screen you'll be able to see it uh if you are listening audio only at idahosports.com or wherever you download your podcasts Spotify, Google, Stitcher, Apple, etc. uh it's all good. Uh we've got all the district brackets right on the homepage at idahosports.com you can follow along that way and we have district brackets for every single classification, baseball and softball, every district, it's all right there. Um okay, let's start in softball with the 5A Southern Idaho Conference. uh you know, if your Little League uh, bracket goes like this bracket's going, you, you might be in for the long haul here, Logan, because there's been a <laughs> lot of crazy and wild upsets as we take a look at this bracket here. Um, you've got a championship matchup Friday night between the five-seed CUNA and the three-seed Capital. So they have both clinched a spot at State. And then on Thursday, the 11th, tonight... You have uh, two consolation bracket games. Number one Eagle playing number two Alihi, uh, and then the seven and eight Bora and Rocky Mountain. The winners of those two games will both advance to state. The losers of those two games will have to uh, go to a state play-in game. But this is just how we. Uh, this is just how we drew it up, isn't it? Logan? Yeah,
1: yeah, just how you drew it up. What, I mean, you look at it, right? You potentially could have the number one seed Eagle. In a play-in game, and your number eight seed Rocky Mountain already punched their ticket to state. You know, if if that were to be how it plays out, but tell you, you know, one story. If you're from somewhere else in the state, is looking at Eagle or Hawaii is going to play in a play-in game, and that you know that that's tough for anybody. You, you like um you like District three in that game, no matter who it is, um. Because typically, right, the way it's supposed to work is that that play in game is between, you know, two, you know, a five or a six seed right in a conference against another conferences, you know, middle of the pack team, not your your regular season best team versus your middle of the pack team. So, um, I mean, it just goes to show how deep the SIC is where you can have a team like Middleton that runs rampant through the regular season and they go two and out and they're done. Um, it's a tough pill to swallow if you're a team like that, but same time, you, you got to win when it matters. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it is tough, like, it, it's tough. That's one area with district tournaments that's always, and I've talked about it before. It's just what's the point of the regular season, honestly. Um, if you get down and, and but this, you got to make it through this to get to the next one. Um, it's very much like being a mid-major, right? In the NCAA, you gotta you gotta perform when it matters, and and some teams just just slip up right there at the end, and unexpectedly their season's over.
0: Yeah, so Middleton went twenty-one and six this year, and two and out at districts. Um, they lost in the opening round to CUNA in the four-five matchup, fifteen to seven and then uh they lost to. <laughs> i don't think middleton ever imagined they would be playing the number one seed eagle in a loser out game but that's right, what they right. that's what they ran into last night and they lost nine to two uh and again we talked about middleton owyhee and capital all finished at nine and three so middleton could have been as high as the two seed they they dropped all the way to four based on the tiebreakers and in this spot Uh, It it really did them in, Um, but you can't, I mean, they had a great regular season and, you know, it's just a bummer of a way to, to end it with such a a skilled team going to and out, but that's the way it goes.
1: Yeah. And, and I mean, we talked last week about maybe a team that you see in that, that left side, the play in games that could make a run. And, uh, you know, we had both you, you had mentioned Bora and I'd mentioned CUNA and here they are. I mean, Bora will at least be in a play in game for state, right? At minimum. But a chance to to lock it up and just punch their ticket uh, tonight, and CUNA has already punched their ticket. So you know, the the league was deep. That's the thing where you you've got the, these other teams that are they're making a run at it, and you know, I CUNA's put up a lot of runs this year. There's no reason that they can't do it at state either. I think that. Uh, that this might be a league or a bracket that's maybe more open than we thought um, just after what's happened here at the district tournament.
0: Yeah. So CUNA is 17 and five capital is 20 and five. That's going to be a great championship game. That is Friday night, the 12th at Eagle high school. Um, and then on the backside here, the winner or the loser of Eagle and Hawaii will have to play the second place team from up North. Um, that's going to be either uh, Lake city or Lewiston. Coeur d'Alene the two seed won the district up there. Um they they had to walk off uh against post falls in the opening round. And then once they kind of got that the nerves out of the way, they just blew past Lake City in the championship. Uh and then the loser of Rocky Mountain Bora uh will have to play the second place team from district five and six. And uh at the moment, uh, I think that's gonna be uh Rigby. And so actually let me double check that. Rigby or Highland? Just, just like in, just like in girls basketball, Logan Thunder Ridge was the top team all season, but when they got the districts, Rigby is the team that wins it. So mm. Th- Thunder Ridge and Highland are battling for that second spot to state. Um, they play today. So either way, it's going to be a tough path. Um, Thunder Ridge is very, very, very good, um, and obviously. You know, Lake City was the regular season champion up north um, and Lewiston's no slouch either. So I don't know. These these playing games will be interesting, to say the least. Right. So I
1: take back what I said about it being, you know, middle of the pack team against the high team. You could see two regulars theoretically. Right. Um, it's possible to see two regular season champions play each other in a play in game.
0: Yeah. Think about this. If Lake city gets there and thunder Ridge gets there and Eagle gets there, those are the three district champions in the regular season. And they're all playing, they're all playing in the state tournament play in round. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's crazy. That's uh, it, it's tough. That's a tough way to go out. Right. You, you expect, and we saw it at the five, a basketball tournament, right? Same thing where, you know, not playing games per se, but um, tournament where the two seed lost right in both tournament the opening game of the tournament and they lost and it's over yeah. um you just you just can't take uh you can't take a night off
0: yeah that's for sure so uh crazy upsets abound at the 5a sic tournament um let's check in at the 4a sic tournament where uh there was a pretty big upset tuesday yeah. night number three emmett knocked out well they didn't knock him out but they they knocked off number two skyview nine to seven in the semis And so you've got now a championship game tonight, Thursday, the 11th. Number one, Bishop Kelly against number three, Emmett. The winner of that will advance to state on the backside of the bracket uh, tonight as well. You've got number two, Skyview against number six, Columbia. The sixth seed, the Cats making a little Cinderella run here. The winner of Columbia, Skyview, will play the, the loser of Bishop Kelly, Emmett, for that second and final bid to state.
1: Yeah, I mean, this kind of, you know, going as planned up top for Bishop Kelly. But, yeah, it's kind of surprising, right, to see Skyview uh, battling back the other way. But kudos to Emmett for getting it done, uh, pulling off that upset. And I think we're going to see uh, an, a battle between Skyview and Emmett again for that final spot at State on Saturday.
0: Yeah, what a what a battle that's going to be. This tournament is happening at Valley View High School. So we'll keep an eye on that there. Uh, all right, District 3, it's all it's all done and dusted, Logan. Holmdale wins the district championship over Weezer six to three. Uh, Holmdale and Weezer, the top two seeds, both advance to state. And it's McCall Donnelly through the back door, beating Parma in the uh, third place game last night, six to three as well. And now McCall Donnelly will have a chance to get to state via a state tournament play in game. They will play the winner of Teton and Snake River. Uh, this game will be Saturday in Minico at Minico High School.
1: And so, you know, once again, Homedale gets the best of Weezer, right, in softball. They played each other in the state championship last year. Um, They meet again here in the district championship, and Homedale comes out on top once again.
0: Yep. It's it's pretty uh, interesting to see the more things change. The more they stay the same and Homedale to me is still kind of the favorite at the 3A state tournament uh, that will be starting next week. And McCall Donnelly, the, the roaming nomads, uh, I don't think they played any home games this year. Uh, you can see here at Districts, Logan, even when they were the higher seed, uh, they had to play at Fruitland. They've had to play at Payette a couple times. times. Um, and so what a cool story that would be if McCall Donnelly can get yeah. to state as well.
1: The road warriors
0: yeah my my wife is in mccall this week for uh for a work oh nice thing and she said uh on tuesday yeah it's snowing here <laughs> yeah. so yeah they've just been buried in it this year for sure so um good luck to mccall donnelly and Homedale and weezer congrats on advancing to a district three uh nothing because it hasn't started yet it'll start on friday logan and we got to fill in these seed lines. We had to wait for the regular season to conclude, but here's how it's looking. Uh, Napa Christian and Cole Valley Christian both tied for uh, first place with identical seven and one records. I am not sure how that tiebreaker gets settled. New Plymouth finished third at four and four, and then Melba and Marcine each went one and seven. So I got to, I got to place a couple phone calls and figure out how this bad boy is going to get seated. But It's a five team tournament. It's literally going to be played Friday and Saturday at New Plymouth. So, um, favorite going in? Is it Nampa Christian? Is it Cole Valley Christian? Is it New Plymouth? What do you think? I mean,
1: you can't discredit New Plymouth right in there and that they could maybe make a run, but you look at those top two. But I don't know. I don't know how it goes outside of that, right? Uh, Could go either way Nampa Christian or Cole Valley. yeah, I, I uh, don't know, Brandon.
0: <laughs> N- Napa Christian went 18 and 2 this year. Cold Valley Christian went 13 and 5 and 1 and they split the season series. That's why there's yeah. a tie at the top. Uh Napa Christian won the first matchup 7 to 2. Cold Valley Christian took the second matchup 4 to 3. And I don't know. I I kind of like this Cold Valley Christian team. They just they they run on the bases really well. They seem to get just a lot of clutch contributions from uh, hitters up and down the lineup. I don't know. Got a good feeling about Cole Valley Christian, but uh, New Plymouth is always lurking too, right? They have kind of been the premier program in this district for some time. And so, I don't know. The the only thing we know is New Plymouth is the three seed. We can lock that in. So. Yeah,
1: that's that's what I thought with them, right? is that they, They're always there, right? And you just can't discredit that at the end of the day. Like when you get to a tournament, you see it in a lot of sports, right? Or a team that's just always there, even if maybe if they're not the top dog, you just you can't take that away that they can play when the when the moment comes.
0: Right. Um let's see. It looks like maybe oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I, I was able to find how these these are gonna get seated, Logan. So uh let's do this will be like uh on CBS. The five C Grab Gumble. Yeah. Uh will be the Mustangs of Melba. Uh, which means Marcine gets the four seed. Uh, three seed is New Plymouth, of course. And then this is important here because the one seed gets to play Melba right away. And if they win that, they get a buy all the way into the championship game. <coughs> the number two seed gets the first round buy, but then would have to play conceivably New Plymouth to, to get to the championship. So there's, there's a lot of um, advantages that come with being the number yeah. one seed. And the number one seed will be Nampa- Christian which means Cole Valley is the two seed and again you know Cole Valley Christian and New Plymouth in the semis could be interesting we'll have to wait and see though
1: I like this bracket though I like the way it's set up and it rewards you for winning the regular season and again this was a tie right essentially so somehow they determine that tiebreaker but uh, I, I like it that you win, you get this not you play the, the lowest seed and then you get a, a bid all the way into the, or a buy all the way to the finals. Uh, I, I I like it. I think it yeah. rewards those teams that play really well in the regular season. And and you know, yeah, there are advantages.
0: Yeah, we've got a baseball bracket coming up that really, really gave some advantages to the top two seeds. Logan, you're, you're going to be amazed when you see this bracket. So, uh, good luck to everybody competing. Cold Valley Christian did beat New Plymouth twice in the regular season 12 to 4 and 12 to 2. So, uh, and again, this. Uh, Get started Friday and Saturday, so not really much to talk about there yet. And this is all at New Plymouth. All right, finally, one A District Three, the Western Idaho Conference. Logan, this also has not started yet. It starts mm-hmm. today uh, at uh, the Gals Fields in Caldwell. Have you ever been there to to that facility out there in Caldwell? It's really, uh, it's really incredible.
1: Which I had to look it up, maybe, but I just didn't know what the name of it was.
0: Yeah. <laughs> It's the big uh, softball complex in Caldwell. They Sorry, have, I'm
1: looking. I'm looking it up here.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's a, it's quad. It's a, a quad field, so they have four fields um, that are all right there uh, by each other. So, yeah, it's kind of kind of a cool deal. It's, it's right. a really and ga- and gals is. Uh, uh, an acronym for Girls Athletic League Softball. So yeah, this came about a couple of years ago uh through some donations and stuff like that and um yeah, it's a really nice facility usually Oh,
1: yes. Yes. Yeah. There's Okay. I have been there. I just did not know that that's what it was called. There's a park right there. There's like a skate park kind of connected to it on the back end and there's a playground there and yes, I've been here many times.
0: Yes, uh, and this is usually where the the one AWIC has their their tournament at. So um here's what we we know. Uh, their uh, Glenn's Ferry is the one seed. They're gonna play the winner of Idaho City and notice. I gotta check and make sure that game actually happens. It was supposed to be last night. Uh, your two seed is Vision Charter. They're gonna play the Lighthouse Christian, the seven seed. Uh, the three versus the six is Greenleaf Friends and Wilder. And then the four and five, Garden Valley and Horseshoe Bend. So uh, three teams advance to state out of this bracket, Logan. And then uh, the remaining two spots to state, because there's only two districts, right? District two up north and then district three in uh, the Treasure Valley. Um, So each one's going to send three teams to state. The remaining two spots will be given to the two teams with the best max preps ranking. So they're at large bids. And we kind of figured out last week that, it's probably just going to be an even split, four from the north and four mm-hmm. uh from the Treasure Valley.
1: And you know what? That's a great way to do it, a state tournament for your extra bids, right? It it rewards again teams that played well. You can slip up and your season's not over. Not that you don't want to have slip-ups at the end of the year like, right? That's not And I, I guess, you know, some people say, "Well, you didn't win, you don't want to reward people for slipping up." But um I I, I like that ability to to still be able to get in, even if uh, you do have a hiccup, and you know what, I'll say this: what a great, uh, what a great Thursday and Friday for these kids um, at the end of the school year, right? Not even, you know, you could miss this Friday, this Thursday, and this Friday, and then you can mix, miss the next one too, right? When you're at at state, so yeah. I, I don't think anybody's complaining about this bracket.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, and and Glen's Ferry, Vision Charter, Greenleaf are kind of the favorites here. Um, Vision Charters just had a great season in in both uh, baseball and softball, uh, as we'll talk about here in just a moment. Yeah. All right. Let's let's go to baseball. Let's let's start in the five A S I C again. Let's start with this best of three championship series between Middleton and Owyhee, where they've already clinched their spots to state. Uh, they're not part of the double elimination bracket as the top two teams. They just get together for a little three game set. Middleton won the first game Tuesday night, five to three. Why he took the second game last night, eight to four, Logan. So that sets up the winner take all game tonight in Middleton at six o'clock. It should be a really fun one.
1: Yeah. And I i don't think anybody, I talked to some people about this. Nobody thought there was going to be a sweep by either team. I think everybody thought, yeah, this is going to go three. Um, and sure enough, here we are. And so it's just – I think it's good. For, I think they probably they probably enjoy, I, I don't know, b- being able to play again three – they get three cracks at each other this week because they're both trying to – right, they would meet up, I believe, right? They're the one and two seeds at State, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Uh, yes, yes. There's a
1: very right. good chance we see these two teams playing each other on Saturday, right? um and so you know getting a chance to feel each other out even more now they've split their season series two and two right and that here's the rubber match at least for you know not at state (laughs)
0: right yep so um those two are duking it out meanwhile what's going on in the actual you know double elimination bracket uh, just like we thought logan yeah, yeah. number number eight timberline and <clears throat> number six mountain view playing in the uh the bracket part of the championship and both advancing to state so
1: uh, yeah and i mean we talked about this before right that timberline um you know th- it has been a good team year in and year out and uh to see them where they were at in the play-in game was surprising but we even talked about it last time that we thought that they might be able to make a little run and sure enough here they are and they've They've punched their ticket to state. They're in a chance to win the, or you know, not win, but be third or fourth here tonight. They will. They will be one of three or four. But uh, you know, you've done it. You punched your ticket to state. Congrats to Mountain View and Timberline. And uh, again, Eagle and Rocky, two really good teams, are going to have to uh, do it through the play-in round.
0: Yeah. So on the back side of the bracket, uh, Eagle beat CUNA last night five to two. Rocky mountain beat Bora also five to two. And so, yes, the three and four seeds, Rocky mountain and Eagle have to now win their way to state through the state play in game. Timberline is the eight seed. They just, they have, they've been one of the most consistent programs the last several years. And this year they kind of struggled a little bit through the regular season came in as that eight seed, but man, they've caught lightning in a bottle and they've got a great coaching staff over there at Timberline and just a good program. Um, They beat Bora two to one. Uh, And then they beat Eagle in the semis five to two. And so, yeah, Timberline uh, lookout could be sneaky at state as well. So so who's Rocky and Eagle going to have to play? Eagle will play Thunder Ridge, the second place team from District 5-6. I think that's a a winnable matchup for Eagle. Mm. Uh, Rocky Mountain is going to have to wait and see. Um, They're waiting to see who is the second seed from the north, District uh, 1 and 2. Uh, Lake City won that district last night over Lewiston. And so now Lewiston will play Coeur d'Alene. And again, I think that is a winnable matchup for Rocky as well.
1: Yeah, so we could see six teams at state. um, Similar to what we see possibly happen in softball as well, right? Um, I mean, that'll be tougher, I think, for softball. But um, could see six teams
0: make it here from the SIC. Yes. All right. Let's uh, go to the foray SIC where, again, yeah, yeah, this is how we drew it up, right? Number three, Bishop Kelly, number four, Ridgeview playing in the championship. Yeah. Uh, and you've got one and two, Skyview and Columbia, Logan. Somebody's season will come to an end today. <sighs> 2:30 first pitch at Ridgeview High School for the top two seeds, Skyview and Columbia. The winner of that will play the loser of Ridgeview and Bishop Kelly for that second and final spot to state. The key was Tuesday semifinals. Ridgeview nips Skyview five to four, and Bishop Kelly takes out all that frustration on Columbia eight to one. And so, kind of a topsy-turvy bracket here.
1: Yeah. I mean, and, and just, you you look at it right BK snuck in right with that win over Caldwell like it wasn't like they ran rampant through it and all of a sudden they're here uh, one game away from state and it, it's tough again Skyview or Columbia um i don't know what the have the final max prepping prep rankings come out for 4A yet
0: Uh yes that's all finalized so like, w-
1: what was Skyview and Columbia
0: like yeah. they, they
1: they've got to be top top 6
0: yeah let me let me double check here uh skyview was the number one (laughs) overall Uh, max preps columbia was number five bishop kelly was seven and ridgeview was 10 so
1: so we're gonna see pot the number one team or the number five team not make it or both like there's a chance that both of them don't Make it right. Cause yeah. if you lose today, you're out. If you lose Saturday, you're out. That, right. That's it.
0: Yeah, it is. That is a tough way to go. But at least
1: one of them for sure is gone. So the one or the five, one of them will not be there. Um, And Skyview just had a great season this year and so did Columbia. And, uh, you know, again, it's too bad. One of them is not going to be there.
0: And, and you know, what was incredible in this Ridgeview Skyview semifinal Logan, uh, it was basically one bad inning by the Hawks Ridgeview scored all five of their runs in the top of the second inning and, and took a five to one lead. And, and then from there, they just had just enough hold it. pitching, pitching to hold it. Yeah. It's crazy how in baseball, one, one bad inning, it's like a snowball that rolls down the hill sometimes. And, yeah. um, yeah, very interesting for sure. In terms of this Skyview Columbia matchup, how did it go in the regular season? Uh You'll remember that Skyview went twelve and one in league play this year. Columbia was nine and four, but Skyview won both games—one nothing and eight to three. Remember, Skyview's lone uh, conference loss came in a bit of a head scratcher to Caldwell. Actually, not Caldwell. Ridgeview. 10-3. Ridgeview.
1: Yeah. So Ridgeview's got their number. So if you're Skyview, right, if you win this game and Ridgeview loses to Bishop Kelly, that is not what, just, you know, is is that a mental thing at that point where it's like, dang, we've lost twice to Ridgeview. And if you're Ridgeview, you say, we can beat these guys. Uh, you know, that that would be an interesting uh, matchup if it does occur, um, if it is those two that
0: meet. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be really fascinating stuff going on today at Ridgeview High School uh, to figure out who gets those two spots from 4A District 3. Yeah. Great. 3A District 3, Logan. It's all wrapped up. Homedale, the three seed, wins the district title over Fruitland last night, 10-9. This was a wall banger of a game. The nice thing for Fruitland is they still get to go to state. And meanwhile, Payette now has a chance to become the third team to make it to state. They beat Parma in the third place game last night, 8-5. And Payette will play... Um, the winner of South Fremont and Snake River in a state tournament play-in game. But this tournament like we talked about Logan was kind of all about the pitching. As you can see some low scores here in the semis, 14 nothing, 3 to 1, and then, you know, at the end of the line here. So so Homedale we talked about, right? Yeah. What what were they going to do with their pitching staff? Well, they they threw Peyton Fine here against McCall Donnelly in the first round in a game homenail only won four to three. Um, so kind of like BK, right. Playing with fire right out of the gate. Um, then they, and and then we said Dylan fine should probably pitch this semifinal with payette. He did and got the win three to one. And then in the championship game, I'd have to look last night on who they used, but I thought Homedale handled their pitching staff correctly. And it led yeah. to a championship.
1: Well, I'd have to find it. I think it was on, on Homedale's, um, they have like somebody that's updating their information like on a little website. And I was reading um, about their game with Payette. Um, I guess the Payette pitcher had a, had a perfect game going into the seventh. Yes. They they gave up three. And so Payette was that close uh, to clinching a spot at state and, uh, and Homedale just kept fighting through it. And they, if you can't be and that, and that goes to the pitching, right? Where you can, you know, be no hit through, you know, up to the seventh inning, but only give up one run. You give yourself a chance right there at the end, and that's exactly what they did.
0: Yes. So Colin High, he- and this was the pitching matchup we talked about. Colin High sell for Payette, Dylan Fine for Homedale. It was one to nothing Payette. Payette got their run, Logan, in the in the first inning, in the bottom mm-hmm. of the first. And then it stayed one-nothing all the way to the seventh, and you're right. Colin Hysel was working on a perfect game going into that top of the seventh inning, and Holmdale then strung together four hits in five at-bats um, and to, to to push three runs across, and that, that was all in the top of the seventh, and then mm-hmm. Payette, Payette went down in order in the bottom of the seventh, and so Dylan Fine got the win, 15 strikeouts for the Trojans. He gave up one run. It was unearned shockingly, right? We talked about that where a yeah. lot of the runs Dylan Fine gives up are unearned um, because of Homedale's defense. Um and for Colin Highsel, man, you just feel bad for the kid. He pitched all 7 innings. Yeah. 8 strikeouts, ends up with 3 earned runs against him, but to go from a perfect game to losing it. That's why baseball's a cruel game sometimes, Logan.
1: Yeah, it's you're just you're like 3 pitches away, honestly from a perfect game in a state or in a playoff or in a district tournament with a chance to punch your ticket to state. And then you have to play a play-in game potentially against, um, I mean, it, it'll be against South Fremont or Snake River. Um, so it's, it's tough, but Payette definitely has a shot at that play-in game for sure uh, to punch that ticket.
0: Yep. Yeah, uh and and Homedale wins the district championship 10 to 9. They scored the uh go-ahead run in the top of the 6th last night against the Grizzlies. It was tied it was tied at 9 all. So it was it was 3 nothing Fruitland after one, 5 to 3 Homedale after two. Uh after the top of the 3rd it was 6 to 3 Homedale. Then Fruitland scored five in the bottom of the 3rd. I mean, there was just uh there was only two innings where neither team scored. The 4th inning and the 7th inning. It's just a wild sounds ago. a
1: lot like how state baseball went last year with the district three teams.
0: Yes. And so, <laughs> so the lesson here now is for Homedale and Fruitland. Okay. We got to figure out how do we get through three games? Because this game right here, 10 to nine, that's a tough way to win at state. And so, yeah, you know, if you're trying to topple Marsh Valley, Um, you know, you've got to figure out, yeah, yeah, you got to figure out a pitching plan, um, to get you through those three games at state, but congrats to Fruitland and Homedale, both for clinching and good luck to Payette in their state
1: playing game. So they play each other, I think, right. In the first round, I think that's already set up, right. That it'll be Fruitland and Homedale.
0: Yeah. So the three, a bracket is mostly set. Marsh Valley is the one Kimberly is the two sugar is the three fruitland is the four homedale is the five and payette if they get in would be the six so
1: so do they just shake hands and say all right uh <laughs> let's let's play another game like this and not use our aces um and, and uh we'll, we'll just have a slug fest let's agree to it and whoever can out slug the other um, congrats you move on to the next round
0: yeah nice little and, gentleman gentleman's yeah, agreement and there you've
1: right got now. you've got your 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 star ready to go against theoretically maybe a marsh valley or a kimberly
0: yeah um and and that and that would be uh with homedale and fruitland being the four and the five and marsh Valley's the Three one marsh valley they're right there they're gonna have to take out the eagles and the semis and possibly kimberly in in the championship that's going to be that's going to be a fun tournament logan i'm kind of jealous that's the one Yeah, that should be fun
1: yeah i'm excited should uh it's a lot of interesting teams um set up here a lot of it looks similar to last year right um not much is going to be different i mean throw in payette instead of snake river right maybe or payette or or south fremont instead and it's essentially this and and no weezer um, but essentially almost the same, the same bracket, right?
0: Yeah. Same cast of characters. And uh, we'll see who makes it out of the North Bonners Ferry and Timberlake play in their winner take all game tonight for the district championship up there. So, all right, that's uh, that's three, a let's go to two, a district three, where in the championship, you've got Napa Christian and Marcine, the top two seeds. They'll play tonight at Melba high school, Meanwhile, in the third place game, Logan, you've got Coal Valley Christian and New Plymouth. And the winner of that will play the loser of Napa Christian and Marcin, try to get that second spot at state. But for Napa Christian, uh, they got the number one seed. They got the first round by. They beat Melba for nothing in the semis. Uh, Same story with Marcin. They got the first round by North Star Charter. The 6 seeded Huskies got an upset in the first round of her Valley Christian, five to four. And so marcine had to play North Star. And honestly, in that semifinal, you know, North Star Charter had their had their chances. Yeah. And a tight game, two-nothing win for Marcin. But um, and then on the backside, you know, Melba, I'd never Melba probably never imagined that they would have to play Col Valley Christian right away in a loser out game. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they lost that one in a tight one, two-nothing. Uh New Plymouth, uh outlasts North star charter 16 to 10. And so it's kind of an interesting pairing of teams here. To me, the story is Ken Marcin get to state. What a big yeah. moment that would be for that school and that program.
1: Yeah. And that, that's the story I'm watching here. That, n- no offense to Nampa Christian, no offense to Cole Valley Christian. Um, but, but you guys have been here. You've done that. Like it's, you know, going to state is a routine thing, but not for Marsing, And so it would, it would just be fun from a fan's point of view, um, to see Marsing make a run to the state tournament. And, you know, they've, they've got a shot here tonight to take out Nampa Christian. Um, and the way they play, there's no reason they, they can't get it done. Um, you know, they haven't played since Saturday. So everybody should be ready to go for this game here tonight. And, uh, um, you know, even if you lose, you look on the back end and, and you've got a shot there to knock out one of those teams as well, and make your make your ticket punched.
0: Yeah. And and uh through all the trials and tribulations and the hand wringing over, oh Nampa Christian, they're not as dominant as they usually are this year. Uh, you know, they still went seventeen and five and they are still right right in the championship right where they always are so uh that also maybe has been overplayed a little bit this year oh napa christian's reign might be coming to an end yeah no they're still good like they're still here so
1: just because you don't go undefeated or yeah blow everybody out doesn't mean you're still not a good team
0: right it's kind of like lapway in basketball right (laughs) they they,
1: they only beat somebody by nine they're they're really losing it
0: Yeah, so that'll be a fun championship tonight though in Melba, uh, Napa Christian against Marcin. All right, finally, Logan, this is the bracket I was telling you about. Look at this, look at this bracket for 1A District 3, the Western Idaho Conference. We had our play-in games on Monday at Glens Ferry lighthouse christian was the nine seed only because they weren't a uh full-fledged member of the conference this is their first year of baseball and so they played kind of mostly a JV schedule and they said we'll just take the last seed at districts we kind of know the deal going in but this is a lighthouse christian team that threw a no hitter against glenn's ferry the two seed earlier this year so i was like this is not your typical nine seed and we saw Mm -hmm. that uh, they beat Rimrock in the first play in game 11 to 1. Gem State beat Wilder 13 to 2. And then Lighthouse nearly pulled it off against Gem State uh, again on Monday. So the two winners had to turn around and play right away again on Monday night. Um, Gem State won that one in a tight one, 7 to 6, and became the number six seed. And then look at this bracket here, Logan, where Vision Charter is the one seed, Glens Ferry is the two seed. They basically got a double buy. Into the yeah. into the into the semifinals to the point where even if they lose they're, they're in. When when this bracket was drawn up, we already knew Vision Charter, Glens Ferry are going to state. Mark it down. This is a bracket, Logan, that I think you would like because it yeah, I do. Rewards, I love it. It's it rewards the regular season.
1: It, it, I, and deservedly so, right? I think that you know over a long period of time, you know over your two two and a half months of baseball that you really have found out who the best teams are over 20, 25 games, whatever it is, and uh, they're in, and they don't have to worry about it. Um, And obviously you still want to come out and win a district championship. Nobody doesn't want to do that. Um, But you don't have to worry in the back of your mind about having that hiccup, right, and not being there. These these are the best two teams in the league. Um, And I think everybody's seen that throughout the year, that these are the best two teams, and uh, they'll be playing at state next week.
0: Yep, and so uh, last night you had essentially, or or yesterday afternoon, I guess, this is all happening at uh, Settlers Park in Meridian. Um, You had uh, basically two knockout games where Horseshoe Bend, the four seed, beat Garden Valley, the five seed, 15 to five. And then Idaho City, the three seed, beat Gem State, 11 to six. And so in the process of those two wins, Horseshoe Bend and Idaho City have also punched their tickets to state. So now the final four is set. They're playing today at Settlers Park. It's Vision Charter against Horseshoe Bend, Glens Ferry against Idaho City. Now, all four of those teams have already qualified for state. This is strictly for seeding purposes because the number one seed uh, f- or the district champion from District 3 will play the fourth place team from the White Pine League. Two will play three, so on and so forth. So from here on out, it's just for seeding purposes at state.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it is important, right? Um that, that one seed from the White Pine is going to be tough. And, you know, this is something we've talked about, you know, ad nauseum, right, that uh, that the White Pine owns the long pin, right, when it comes to this in baseball. It's uh, District 2, wipes them out every year. Um, and, you know, if you want to have a shot, you need to finish first, right, and get that that lowest seed that you're playing because nobody wants to play Potentially Clearwater Valley right now. They're they're playing really good. Um, so you know, there's a lot on the line. There really is a lot to play for still here.
0: And um honestly, depending on what happens, uh Clearwater Valley is the one seed up north in their district tournament. Prairie is the two seed, uh, Troy is the three-seed and Kendrick is the four seed. Um, Troy, the defending one-a-champions. Have a couple of really good pitchers, and so if you can avoid Troy and Clearwater <laughs> Valley, I, I honestly would take my chances with Kendrick or Prairie, and that's not a knock on Kendrick or Prairie. Right. It's, you know,
1: it's just those two are just ones you don't really don't want to play.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be tough. I'll be honest, it's going to be tough no matter what. Um, the White Pine League is so tough. I think it would be cool for Vision Charter. First year in one A. First year they've had a winning record. Logan, right. right? This is their best season in school history. Man, it'd be cool if they could go up there and do some damage. And who knows? Maybe they can. They don't. They don't yeah. know any of that history. Um, and so they're kind of coming in not uh, intimidated by that at all.
1: They've never been a part of it. It's never yeah. been something that they've done. And, right. and you know, to that extent, to Idaho City as well, right? Have yeah. This is their first trip to state if I'm not mistaken, Correct. right? Yep. Um, so Glens Ferry and Horseshoe Bend have been in that mix, but uh, those two teams have nothing to lose. They are going to be stoked to be at state and should be fun to see a team. I think it's always fun to see a team that's never been to state at state. And so, I mean, you'll be there, Brandon. It should be fun to see Idaho city and vision charter, get a shot at it.
0: Yeah. This will be the uh, the tournament that I am broadcasting. And in fact, Logan from district three, The only team that is making a repeat trip to state is Glens Ferry. Everything else is swapped out. Last year at state, you had Glens Ferry. You had North Star Charter, which is now in 2A, of Mm -hmm. course. You had Rimrock, and you had Garden Valley. So we're getting getting a new wave of teams in here. It's kind of cool.
1: Yeah, it's always nice to see a new batch of folks making it to state. And like I said, always fun to see teams make their first trip
0: yeah for sure so that's what's going on in the 1a uh western idaho conference and then so they'll play today at settlers park and meridian and then friday for the uh, third place game and championship they're actually going to play that at capitol high school um so that's going to be kind of a cool venue they'll play under the lights there for that district championship game that'll be a really cool deal and uh props to kyle del Salio, the uh, athletic director at wilder for putting this bracket together that's a it's a good looking bracket
1: so yeah it is it's uh it, it's great um Should be fun to see those teams at state next week too.
0: Yep, for sure. So yeah, it is state tournament time, Logan, which means we're gearing up uh, next week uh, in place of the treasure Valley prep cast. We will just have our traditional state baseball tournament preview show. We'll, we'll do it live uh, either Monday night or Tuesday night. We're still working out the details on that uh, since uh, most of us are going to be traveling all over the place Uh, and uh, we'll take your questions live. We'll break down all the teams and the brackets. And so, um, we will do that next week and then we'll be back in two weeks, Logan, to recap all of the spring sports championships, track golf, softball, tennis, baseball. So,
1: yeah, yeah. Just everything coming to an end. It's hard to believe the school year is done. Um, that, uh, schools out sports are over and we're going to reset for football soon. But you know, but before we do that, uh, I'm gonna make my plug here, everybody. If you have a team that has made it to state, or you know wherever you're at in the Treasure Valley, and you want to be a part of these baseball broadcasts, please send us an email, Logan at idahosports.com. I'll get you set up. I'll you know we'll treat you right. We'll make sure that it's worth your your time and effort because um, you might have seen this go out on social media. Um, we literally do not exist. That like, you don't hear this, you don't watch our free broadcasts, you don't get your standings with without the sponsors that we have and more than grateful for all they've done. And we would love for you to join the Idaho sports family, right. And, and helping this grow because you are a part of it. All of our sponsors are a part of this. And it, like I said, it doesn't happen without it. Like we can't, we don't sell anything, right. I'm not, we're not selling you guys anything. You don't pay to listen to this. You don't pay to watch our broadcast. So <clears throat> if you would like to be a part of that, please reach out to us for the state tournament. It's just a really fun, easy way. It, it's, it's, I think this is the more the most fun way that you can get involved, right? On a broadcast for your team. We'll have a video of it. It, it would just be a great time to get your feet wet. So go ahead and send me an email to logan at idahosports.com. We'd love to have you on.
0: And I will make the extra plug, especially for these schools that are making it to state for the first time. Yeah. yeah. Vision Charter and Idaho City. This is going to be kind of an historic event for those two schools. And there's going to be lots of people watching this, not just, not just this yeah. year, but down the road. Like, hey, remember the very first team from Idaho City that made state in baseball? So yeah. there's going to be lots of eyeballs, and so if you're a business in in Idaho City or you're a business that wants to support Vision Charter, especially, this is your chance to be a part of history because there's going to be lots of people watching. Not just this year, but for years and years to come, because this is such an exciting historic event.
1: Yeah, and you would, yeah, it would be fun to be a part of that, um, especially if you're you know, one of those hometown businesses that's been there forever, right? Like in Idaho city, um, just to, just to be right there with your team, making it to state. So again, just send me an email. It's Logan at idahosports.com. Uh, we would just love to have you be a part of, uh, the Idaho sports team for these broadcasts.
0: Yeah. It's an exciting time of year. The school year is coming to a close. Championship week is next week. Unlike the fall where they stretch it all out and each right, sport gets its own month. week, <laughs> spring's like, "All right, everybody all at once. Here we go." So,
1: yeah. Yeah, uh, it makes it crazy like everybody is all at the same time because I mean, the week after is graduation. That's it. There there's no there's no time to waste. It's uh everything's done.
0: Yeah, Sayonara. So anyways, uh thanks for tuning into the Treasure Valley prep cast, everybody. Uh for Logan Green, I'm Brandon Bainey. We'll see you next time on Idahosports.com.